This is Sean Six, and I want to welcome everybody. This is the inaugural episode of the Liquid Conversations, and I'm here with my esteemed co-host. Hi, I'm Aaron from Gemini Syndrome. And our wonderful guest today is who? Mr. Oz Fox from Striper. So we'll start off by this. Does it still feel the same playing now after all this time? Playing is my life, so yes, it feels the same. I have the same passion that I've had since I was playing at a backyard party when I was 16 years old. So that's all there is to it on that. You know, you do what you do, you know? God bless that. Oh, man. I'm sure you know the feeling, right? I do. Yeah. It's odd, though, in the sense that you try to, like, create a career, try to, like, make money or something or whatever, but the love is still there all the time. Well, I mean, you don't that always never make money. <laughs> well, yeah, well, that's where I was going to jump I, in right there and say, certainly uh, I haven't made any we all know that this sometimes or more often than not is not profitable. No, no, and I mean, for a long time, I had plenty of real jobs and did music on the side. So, you know, that goes hand in hand. Can't can't say I haven't been there, done that, okay? Because I've done it. Real jobs. Yes, well, real yeah. jobs. I love that. Let me, let me ask you both a question then on that note. Do you guys feel like you're, you, you are two different people in the same body all the time because of that? That's a good question. I never really thought about that, but in a sense, my work ethic at a job makes me a different person. Okay? I see things and I approach things totally different when I'm actually working, punching a clock. And the funny thing is, is that's the reason why I became a supervisor was I was very good at that. I was very, I was very punctual. I was very responsible. Uh, I could deal with people. I was very... Uh, <laughs> God bless it. So, you know, the whole thing about being in the music world uh, teaches you how to be a, you know, social butterfly. So You got to hustle. Y- yeah, you I do. Mean, you know that, right? Well, I think there's an idea, like, when, when you have a job, when you're working at, like, Walmart or fucking whatever, or Office Max... And you have to punch the card, right? There's like this expectation that you show up on time, you fucking get there. But then when we're musicians, when we're in a band, right? Signing record deals and blah, 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 blah. There suddenly becomes this thing where like, nobody gives a fuck. <laughs> and I still, I still live with this mentality that I should be on time. I should be there all the time, on time. It's my job. Yeah, of course. But the, and it's funny too, because when you think about the public perception of what it is to be in a band, that goes completely against that mentality of work ethic and punctuality and all that stuff, because they expect rock stars to be, like you said, social butterflies, but they also expect you to be a certain level of chaos that makes it rock and roll. We're fucking high all the time. We're fucking whores. We're, you know what I mean? And like, that's not the reality. Well, it's, I, I guess it's different for everybody. Well, maybe you're fucking whores. Good for you. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm I just mean, kidding. Look, I. I, I take what I do seriously. Right. Okay. So in that sense, yes, uh, I can be very responsible and have the pressures of right. being the best I can be. So you have to you have to learn your craft, right? Yeah. You have to learn your instrument, whatever it might be. Right. You show up on time. You do your job. Yes. Your job is to rock a, a, a ton of people, whoever's in the venue, 
You 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 want to command that room and show them what you got, and they have to stay and buy beer. Okay. <laughs> that's Ooh. that's good because then you make the venue happy. Yes. <laughs> see, and that's how it works. That is how it works, and it's. <laughs> but you know, see, I had this conversation with somebody that that's in a band, a national touring band. They've been around for twenty years. Aaron knows him, but I'll be kind and not mention his name. But he got very aggravated one time because people had said to him over the life of his career, the last two decades, saying. You're lucky because you don't have a real job. And he got really upset about that because he's like, what part of what I do every day is not a real job? He goes, I still work hard, give up time with my family and my kids. He goes, I'm still expected to be spot on perfect every single time I hit that stage. I'm supposed to toe the mark with a label to say you have to have stuff produced at a certain time and in a certain place. He goes, everything about that is exactly what someone does in a job, a regular everyday job. Well, sort of. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to, just my own opinion about it all, okay. because I've done it for 30 plus years, right? right? When you're on, you're on full time, 24 right. hours, okay? But when you're not uh, touring and you're you're on a break for right. three or four months, Comes the, I mean, that's where he is right now. It's the fucking yeah. worst. Right. It's but the I mean, fucking worst. Well, it just depends. I mean, because I, I do gigs here in town, okay? right? here in Vegas, and... I make money doing gigs here right. that help supplement my whatever I've made. Heart attack and then Sin City, City Centers, Centers too. Right. Um, that supplements whatever I don't ha- I'm not making in Striper um, and gets me through. But then I only work even even then I only work on weekends or you know right. Wednesday Thursday or Friday, and the rest of the time I'm here kind of semi-retired, hanging out. <laughs> you hanging know, out. yeah. <laughs> Which is I I mean look I don't I don't take it for granted. It's it's a great opportunity for me to write music, uh, learn Pro Tools, you know, learn how to do something different with it. I've got I just got one of those uh, Line Six uh, Variax guitars that is just an insane because you can do all kinds of sounds with it and tune it a ton of different ways. And I'm gonna. Computer with strings. Yes, and I am going to learn that thing in the time that I don't have gigs. And it gives me the time to do that. Now, you know, I've got gigs here with Heart Attack till the end of the month, and then we're off for a while. Um, I've still got Sinners gigs, and then in April I'm going to be touring full on with Striper. You know, so, I mean, really, I don't really have too much to worry about. So that's, this isn't a normal job to me. You know, a normal job where you go in and you punch a clock at 7 in the morning, and you're not you're working overtime, and you're not out till like ten o'clock at night, right? And, and you're doing that almost every day, or at month end, and every other day it's it, it, the month you're you know seven to to three or you know whatever nine to five. That's a real job. We get that blessing though, right? Yes. We learned a skill set. Yeah. Well, you still have to be a professional. You still do. Yes, of right. course. Yeah, and no and, question and about you it. do that because you are a professional, right? And if you're messed up so messed up on uh, uh, addictions that you can't control that then you're not a professional right god bless that you know so (laughs) one of the things that aaron and i have had a conversation a lot and it's good that you mentioned that about being home for three four months out of the year and about you having your other projects here in town one of the things that like i said aaron and i have talked about and you can can attest to this being in a band is not easy at 
all on family. No, it's not. Relationships. Anything that has to do with what people a lot of times hold dear to heart. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it, uh, it's very difficult. How, I mean, over the years, how has it been for you? Well, I mean, uh, my first marriage of 20 years ended mostly because... Because you're in a band. Because, uh, well, I, I went, I went, like, I went that route of doing the the nine to five, you know, and supervisor, right. all that kind of stuff and got off of music and the road for quite some time during the time my kids were growing up. And, and I thought that was going to fix the, the, the damage from years of touring, being away from home and, you know, leaving everybody at home while I was out touring, traveling the world. Not that that wasn't hard to do, but, but, um, it, it was very difficult on my ex-wife and I understand why she when when Striper got back together in 2005, she was like, "crap." She was like, "I'm done," and basically didn't want a part of it, any part of it. Which I don't blame her. I really don't. It's tough to some degree. It's it, it, it. You know, I I sit back and I think, "Gosh, what 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 could I have done different?" That made her make her not feel that way, and you learn. And it's funny we're yeah. we're joking off mic here, and we're saying uh, talking about uh, you getting remarried. Yes, uh, I've been married and divorced. Aaron's celebrating the anniversary today, and so we all have we all have the shared uh, experience under our belt to a certain extent. And we made this comment that we all laughed about about happy wife, happy life. <laughs> yes. <laughs> You know, I didn't really... So, so she says all the time. You know, hey, listen, I didn't realize how uh, important it was for me to understand the mind of my wife until I started reading books about it. And when I started reading books about what it means to be a husband, what it means to be a wife, and the different emotions that we have, the different needs we have, because we're totally different from women. Men are. Um, <laughs> we have to. Uh, we have a hard time understanding that. So what happens is we make them. We make the mistake of 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 being a dick. Okay, that's all there is to it. Okay. Um, I'm sure my ex-wife would agree with you 100. percent Well, but but then I'm still a dick. <laughs> But I control myself a little more. You, could, you control and, yourself when you do and, it. And I know how to say and I'm it, sorry. And it changes over time, right? Yeah, like well, you, you learn. Age. If, I, if like I paying, said. If you're paying attention to your behavior, it changes. Yeah, and I, like I said, I had to learn from some books after the damage was already done and I was already out of a marriage that uh, what, what I did wrong. And, and I'm glad I did that because now that I'm on my second marriage, not that there's – it's it's it, – that I'm perfect, but I do a lot better in that side of things. And I'm a lot more sensitive to my wife and her needs. And we have a great marriage, you know? So my advice to you from, I'm a 50, I'm a 56 year old man, you know, I don't know how old you are. I'd put you at 40. <laughs> but, you know, I mean, as a man, man to man, it would be good for you to get into a, a book like uh, His Needs, Her Needs or or um, what's the other one that I just read? See, I'm still reading. I'm trying to figure it out still. Um, <laughs> um, Isn't that the point of life? Love, love it and is respect. the point of life. Yeah. Love and all respect. trying to figure it out. Love and respect all. is another book that I read and my wife reads it reads it too because it tells you how you guys think and helps you to oh yeah okay i'm going to learn from that and not be that way and or try harder than this area or whatever and it's important and 
I don't know how many rock and roll artists probably missed out on information that could have saved their marriages or their, you know what I mean? It's it's pretty crazy. A lot of artists are completely, well, they have a tendency to be, it's me, it's me, it's me, look at me, yeah. look at me, well, look at me, look yeah. at me. And that and that has a tendency to cause people not to maybe pay attention to the other person. Right. But let's, let's say something else, though. It could be the exact opposite, right? Come to me, come to me, come to me. But if you're touring, if you're on the road all the time and you're trying to maintain like going back to the beginning of this conversation, right? You're going back to being on the fucking road and maintaining and performing every day. That becomes very self. Yeah. It has to. It, yeah. It has to. No, no, you're right. It, it, because of the personality you have to have to do what you do. Exactly. Uh, but but So it's one thing to say that you're going to like uh, fucking Office Max or whatever and you go clock in and then you go do your shitty job. However, on the other end, as a musician, as a fucking rock star or whatever the an artist. you want to call it, you have to, you have to be on point every day all the time, right? Yeah. So that creates, I'm in not my on, mind... I'm not on point every minute of the day. I mean, there's yes, yes, I, you are. We're gonna go with yes, you are. Okay, <laughs> yes, you are. We're gonna I say mean, look, that. Reality, so, no, so reality I, is, I have another. I have a, a life of more normal than probably most. But I like to make pancakes in the morning, and I, I like to go out to breakfast with my friends, or go out to lunch with my friends, or my wife will and I will have date night, and we'll go out and have some good time, watch a movie. You know, I mean, that's that's a life outside of being always on that that edge of music. Well, and that's. That's where I'm. Where I could said you're two different people in the same body. Yeah, exactly. Two different because Aaron can attest to this. Aaron becomes a different person when he steps up on the front of the stage, grabs a microphone, and, and is singing to the crowd. That's an almost a lot of people refer to as an alter ego that kicks in. It's a mm-hmm. split personality to an extent. Mm-hmm. And then when you're off the stage and you're home, you're Aaron that's married at the house with the dog and the, the tiny cat that's really tiny a large cat. cat. Uh, and same with you, make, cat. making pancakes and hanging out with I, I really think it's night. important to separate the two. I really think it is. You have 20 years on me. How do you do that? Um, how do, how do, do you it? separate the two? Like, how do you... Well, I mean... How do you look at going home and going on tour? How do you... When, well, look, when, when, I'm, when I'm at home, I don't like to think about having to work i mean being on tour is is brutal brutal yeah okay it's fucking, brutal fucking and, god and, bless and, it and, and and when no and you know what I, not as much as, I, as much it as sucks. I, I i i have to do it and i don't mind doing it because i'd rather do that than load trucks true i i agree completely okay um it's it's it, it's it's one of those things where that's the work side of things in my life and then when i come home i just want to stop thinking about that and i want to get my mind on something else because it's healthy for me i believe in my opinion so that get, being get so that, that being that said you know does to become work then well, right like we 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 grew up as musicians we maybe that's instruments. where my maybe that's where the guy i referenced earlier said it is a job because you have yes. to separate so yourself be, from it when you step in the door at home you have to become in the same way or, or, in the same way that you would go to fucking walmart or whatever mm-hmm. and clock in and that becomes work yes yeah i mean that's what yes. I work, work hat go if, home you have if family hat that's where i get my income from so i do work at that 
to, to provide for my needs and there you go you're also from a from a huge band well you, yeah, you have striper being well known and having commercial success and forging a path for many musicians uh as you get older and you get comfortable with that it becomes easier to have that separation between yes. road and family i think so i think when i was younger it was harder to, i i didn't understand how to separate that in my 20s you thought your entire life was the band and that was it well yeah pretty much and i think that's what screwed my marriage you know? that's a dangerous thing to yeah. think about that but now that I'm older, yes, I've separated. I've learned to separate it as age has come. And that's come, the 20 years of life I, experience. I've, yeah. I've learned you that have, you have it's taught not me that something Im- already. It's, it's not that important to be as intense about music all 24/7 all the time. And ugh. and I know guys that are like that. That you know, they they either are single or they their marriages suck or their relationships suck because they can't separate the two and have some leisure time. Right. And get you know have some relaxation. And you know what? And that is such a slippery slope for people too especially if you're a new artist and you're coming in because they always say that, you know I read this this saying that said you can't burn out if you aren't on fire and it's like you desperately are trying to achieve a level of success Aaron went through a, a label change he, he saw that so he Three. understands first firsthand about having a major label get involved with the band and then have the rug you know proverbially ripped out from underneath you oh, that one but yeah, and you know, you purposely try to become well-established and to make it and to sell records and be in a successful band and that intense emotion to be able to do that drive is what drives everything else in your life away. Well, and, and, and it doesn't have to. It doesn't have to, no, but unfortunately it seems it, to. It, yeah, it does seem to, and, and I'm sure it does happen to a lot of guys. And, you know, I mean, I get to the point these days where I just don't care. I really don't. I mean, you know, tomorrow if if we got dropped from Frontiers, I'd be like, Okay, well, figure something out. Figure something else out, you know? We, and, we, and Aaron and I have had that conversation. You know? It's like when you get to that point in your life and your career where you said, okay, well, you know what? I understand it's 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 what I do. It's my passion. It's something that has afforded me to live the way I live now, so on and so forth, and gotten me to the connections and people that I know and all that stuff that helps your career later on. Yeah. But after a while, you're kind of like, I just don't give a damn anymore. Yeah, no, yeah, you do. You do get to that point where you're just thinking, you know, I'll just do gigs in Vegas for a while and see where that goes, you know? And You know, you and Aaron are speaking to that because obviously you guys have a different perspective on the music industry than I do. I'm coming from, uh, you know, a top 10 commercial radio background. Mm-hmm. And I see music from two ways, as a fan and then as a business. Because obviously anybody who's ever worked in radio understands it is all about statistics Mm -hmm. and advertising. Mm -hmm. You guys come from it also, too, as an artist aspect, too, where you're trying to do the creative side and try to deal with the business side. And you're you're wearing two different hats and you're skating a fine line, so on and so forth. But it's good that people are going to be able to hear that not this isn't always fun. It does have its tough times. Touring is hell. What it does to your family, what it does to relationships. But then again, you get up on stage and you see 20,000 fans screaming their head off to the point you can't hear. Or 50. Or 50. Or... Or fifty? No. no <laughs> Did they all pay? It. Yes, fifty. Great. It's just as good as twenty thousand. It, it is to me. <laughs> did and they I, all buy I, a T-shirt? Yes. And, and I'll tell you, like I just did this last tour, and we had shows where we played to like ten thousand, and we had shows where we played to fifty. So yeah. they come, and God bless it, right? The the good thing about having a chance to speak to this stuff is obviously it's giving people an opportunity to understand that it isn't all rainbows and unicorns, and it isn't always fun. 
one, there's a lot of pitfalls to it. There's a lot of things that happen that are bad. Obviously, if you have any connection to the music industry, you understand it can be an evil monster sometimes. Yeah, well, it can, yes. It can. One of the things that w I think all three of us can probably attest to a certain level one way or another. Aaron has his own. I have my own. I know you have your own. You're seeing more people focusing on some level of faith. doesn't have to be one denomination or another. doesn't have to be any style whatsoever. You have a sense of faith in something that has a tendency to get you through. I wanted to ask you a question. Obviously, with being in the band Striper and Striper being known for being a Christian metal band, mm -hmm. what has faith been to you over the years and how has it helped or not helped you? Well, that's, that's, that's a tricky question because you have to really understand what my faith is first. And basically, my faith first is believing not only that God, that there is a God that created the universe and is real and is all-knowing and uh, all-powerful and everything else, but that also that that same God is is the uh, he that he he did something to show how much he cared about me, right? And everybody, uh, uh, you know, as it is said, um, where he allowed himself to become a man in his son Jesus Christ and and then sacrifice sacrifice his son. Right. Now I don't know that many people would really understand any of that, you know, hearing this, but when I finally came to the realization about all of that, it it brought me to a place where I was like really thinking this that that, that story is a powerful testimony to this God who cares about people because and and he it, here Jesus died for mankind so that they can have a relationship, real relationship with God that was missing for so many years because of one man's, the first man's mistake, and which put him in a place of being totally separated from God and, and in a place where he was doomed to die separated from God eternally, okay? And that, that it's sometimes it's a hard thing to understand, but if you've studied enough and you really research and you you get to the core of what that means and then you experience supernatural stuff in your life that tell that where God is revealing himself to you with all of that and there's plenty of examples of that in the Bible that you know parting the Red Sea for his people you know sending fire down from heaven to dedicate the temple I mean lots of crazy stuff went on right that was supernatural that happens in my life things like that that are like whoa okay I'm I I am I'm, I'm not going to ever lose faith in something the God that, that, I, the God that I serve, the God that I trust in, the God who I know loves me and will guide me. So, I mean, with all of that being said, I mean, one of the coolest things in the Bible is is Psalm 23. Okay. Psalm 23, it talks about how, you know, even though we're going through the hardest times, God is still there taking care of us and protecting us. And like it says, he prepares a table before me in the presence of my enemies. So the enemies, think about it. That is like a picture of the enemies being all around your house, ready to attack. And God is there protecting you and making a place for you to eat. And eating is like one of the most relaxing, intimate things you can do with a person. It is the most intimate thing yes. you can do. Even beyond, even beyond making love or sex or anything like yeah. that. Yeah. Eating well, it's is a source of sustenance, a source of life. Alive, exactly. Right? So, so that's just one tiny little example of everything that I've learned about how God takes care of me. And I, I, I have nothing to worry about, guys. That's he he kind of warned me about you 
He did, huh? <laughs> well, he and here's, the, and here's the thing, too, because I really wanted to talk to you about that because my opinion, regardless of what any particular person's orientation as far as, like I said, denomination of types of religion or faith, what have you, whatever you believe in, whatever you know, drummer you march to, okay? Um, everybody's different. Everybody has different perspectives on things. But the reason I was getting into this conversation with the two of you guys, because of what you do for a, a living, what you do for a passion, do the two of you think, without picking one side or the other, do you think that there is enough faith in music? What do you think, Aaron? Enough, is enough. there enough faith in the, in the industry? Is there enough? I mean, do you see people that have that spirituality I, side to them I think enough? I think music is probably one of the oldest artistic forms that we have. Right. And I think that people who are drawn to making music have a certain... Sense uh, of faith? Yeah, something. Caliber or, or... or Level of perception, maybe? Something like yeah, that. Yeah, what whatever it is that draws us to it. I very much like you, by the way. Um, <laughs> So I really, uh, no, I, I really do. I mean, Oz, what do you and, think? And it, it, there, there is a point where I think that we, as musicians, as artists, we have this temperance to try and do good. Right. That's the idea. I don't make any fucking money. You came from a generation that made a lot of money. I don't know how much. Yeah, it doesn't matter. But <laughs> <Not> much. You, <laughs> you definitely came from you know long. Eighties, eighties, where labels had tendency to throw right. money at. And I, I don't have that. Do now. now they don't throw so, anything. Right. My point is, I'm still doing this shit because. <laughs> Because I fucking care. I care about something. And I get emails from people saying, thank you for saving my life. So God bless that. Hmm? You could not be more right well, maybe, in what you're talking about. Maybe that's the point then, because if you think about that and you think about people that, because I'm sure people have said the same thing to you as an artist, where they've said, your music and what you do has saved my life in one way or another. So maybe to amend my question, maybe it's the music that really is the faith. I, well, the, the music sends a message. Whatever you're saying and, and you're delivering that message in a, in a, in a platform, off this platform of sound, okay? And the sound is getting people excited and brings emotions out of them. But then when they hear lyrics and if they really read with what it says right th th then they get the message okay so whatever you're saying in that message is going to affect that person to some degree and and e whether they go oh that's a bunch of crap or they go wow that really makes sense okay um and and so in my opinion music encourages just just encourages period no matter what it encourages whether it's encouraging you about love whether it's encouraging you about hate okay um unless it's a band like cannibal corpse yeah <laughs> well yeah. you know so, some some lyrics god are, bless it man some I, I love the, death the, metal the verses too. are slightly more dark i love okay. death metal too but and and, and, and you know i mean honestly when i was a huge black sabbath fanatic in my teens I, I wanted to start a band called Rest in Peace and, and just be this wicked kind of dude, you know? Right. And, and this was, you know, pre-Striper. And my poor mother, I tortured her with all these, uh, you know, uh, uh, I decorated my room with upside-down crosses and crazy stuff. And my mom, you know, who was a Pentecostal The Christian. unholy trinity was oh tripping mom God. right I, out. I, my I, mom, I come from a Baptist family. Yeah, my mom <laughs> was just uh, uh, horrified. At what her son had become or was becoming and all she could do was pray for me and she prayed very hard and then look what happened yeah well, i mean yeah i mean it, what did mom think about that oh, mom, mom must have been like oh thank you jesus no no my mom when she comes to the shows and she's just blown away because all of our songs are most of them i should say are, are about something to do with christianity and lifting up god or whatever and she'll be in the in the 
in the audience raising her hands and stuff. And then there was one time recently when she came to see us play and she was raising her hands and we were playing heaven and hell. <laughs> I'm like, that is too weird. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, when, when my mom comes to my shows and she does the same thing for pleasure in pain. Yeah. Yeah. And I have to look out and be like, what yeah. the fuck? <laughs> well, I mean, what think about this. Fuck? We have to call out the elephant in the room here. We are sitting in Las Vegas, Sin City right now doing this. Yeah. I'm having a conversation with a guy <laughs> who's in the most well-known Christian metal band, mm. and <laughs> we're thinking, and we're having a religious conversation and unintentional. Well, uh, well, and people ask me all the time if we're a Christian band, and I say no. Yeah, they do that a lot for his band, too. Mm -hmm. I say no for a reason, because I can't speak for everyone. Can't speak for the rest of the band. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, that's... I that's, can speak for myself. That's okay. And I can tell you what my faith is. I mean, I mean right? honestly, I mean, I have so many friends that in bands that, you know, that they're they're Christians, but they don't, they're, they're, they're not in a band that is a professional Christian didn't, band. Didn't they band. even ask that about like Creed, right? Creed was, had they were been worried accused about of the same him. Thing, and yeah. he became, why know, does it have to be a flipping issue? Well, yeah. you know what? That's it a, shouldn't be. That's it a good point. Be. Why do you have to, be. why do you really have to be. designate some sort of category for the music to be into? Shouldn't it just be considered good or bad? Yeah, well, well, yeah, I agree. Well, I think, I think what Oz is saying too, is that what are we talking about? I'm the, I'm the vocalist, right? I'm the lyricist. So the things that I, I write about come from me, right? Mm -hmm. Cert, there is a religious basis. Well, yeah, you have Certainly. a background of being brought Certainly. up in a religious no, family, yeah. what have you. So, that being said, you know, I don't want to speak for anyone else there, but it definitely goes back to the beginning of this conversation talking about what the fuck are we saying? What are we saying? Are we talking about love? Are we talking about God? Are we talking about this bigger thing that has truly, I think, I can't speak for you, but motivated me to at least get here? Mm -hmm. and, and, so, and, you know, you can, you can certainly, there's, everybody has something to say, okay? And, I mean, like you said, the guys that are doing the crazy lyrics that are wicked and about death or killing or murdering or whatever you want to talk about, okay? Um, or Satan, flat out Satan. You, you know, that's their thing and they're going to do it and they've, that's, you know, their message is getting into somebody, you know, and some people are going, some people are saying, ah, oh, well, you know, it's funny. Other people are taking it really serious and going, I'm going to kill some people. Right. Out. So, right. I mean, and, and you it, know what, man? I honestly think that th those kind of situations, I, I, I know that you know, an artist has to be an artist, but, you know, there is a serious problem with that because there's people that will take that serious. J Judas and, Priest, for example, with the trial, with the two people that, you know, committed suicide. I love Judas Priest. And brought them, and brought them to court saying, what you did and what you said caused this to happen. Yeah, yeah and, and Dude. that's... They can't blame the band for 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 that, but you know, at the same time, if lyrics are saying something about seriously, I mean, I don't think the Judas Priest thing was serious, but if somebody was saying, you know, it's time to kill yourself now in their lyrics, it's time to kill yourself, it's time to kill over and right. over again, and somebody takes their life, I have to say, yeah, it's art, but come on, you're really just if somebody kills themselves because they heard that over and over again, then yeah, maybe legally it's not something that 
they should get blamed for. But no, why? Cer- why, not. why would you want to write something that would? You have to have. You have to have ethical responsibility. Yeah. Ethical responsibility about what you're creating. Yes, ethical co- responsibility. They yeah. say. They say in Chinese kung fu. They say no yi, no chi, no intention, no energy. I think about this with every fucking lyric I write. I say that because whatever I put in my songs, whatever I transpose to the fucking world, people are gonna take that. Well, they're gonna take something so, out of it. And you want to make sure that it's right. something that so is if good. I, if I'm saying like, dude, I'm a Slayer fan. I'm a Dimmu Borgir fan. I'm an Emperor fan. You know, mm-hmm. like I love that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But I know what they're telling me, mm-hmm. and I know what they're creating. So in bands like we have, when when you have to say something, and it's from me, right? I'm the singer. When it comes from me, I have to be very aware and very careful of what I'm saying to to the public. Yeah, that's the responsibility aspect the, of it. The, exactly. Yeah. That's what I mean. I want to give love. I want to give positivity, even if I don't feel it all the time. Mm-hmm. But I want to give that. I mean, in that's that, my goal. In this, I mean, look, you guys are coming from two two bands that are on the heavier end of the spectrum as far as genres. But it even goes to pop music too. And I see that. I, you know, absolutely. I worked for a. Cl- I'd worked for a classic rock station for a long time. I'd worked for a mainstream rock station, and I've you know done work over the last three or four years with hot AC stations, pop stations. Mm-hmm. And some of those lyrics too, if you take away the music and you can hear just the lyric, you're like, how is that even on the air? <laughs> yep. How is that yep. being sold at a store where yep. there's children? What you're yeah. saying is think about the message. That. What's the message? Yeah, what's sending? the message? Like, what's the message with, bitch better have my money? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. the message there? I, you know, so, and it's, it's, it's When great. I come down the road to collect, you better have my money. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, and that's where the sure. industry, and that's where the industry kicks there's in. There's no we're, love there. The there's industry, no kick, well, maybe there's some love in there, but maybe it's a different idea <laughs> of love that we, we my consider. Fucking money. Maybe that maybe that love is slightly more aggressive than what we want to yeah, what well, we want to call well, love. Anyway, yeah, but you know, and it's interesting too because that really kind of goes into the whole industry aspect of it, and people start to come, you know, look at what you're creating as art as commodity, yeah. and they forget about that, and they really want you to check those artistic ethical values as far as trying to make good music. And yeah. Inspiring music, happy music. I mean, it can still be as brutal as anything, well, but still be yeah. happy. I mean, I, I, I just so you know, I mean, I, I'm, I'm because I've got that whole Black Sabbath influence. I love darker music. Right. Darker music is probably what really trying to gets you that kind of yeah this sounds tough sounds mean wind you up wind you up a little bit and and mm. so let's switch gears and we'll go to more focused on stripe uh your oh. history i'm sorry I forgot about striper <laughs> oh shit did we forget about that <laughs> well obviously you know striper has taken some some pretty good jabs over the years because of what their public orientation is as far as their where their music is going and what they sing about yeah. what you guys create for music that's kind of be expected you guys have been known to Hand out a few pieces of literature at your at your shows that speak of the of the, of the good book. Bibles. Well, I have to out. say I have to say literature now because yeah. it's the most widely read book on the planet. <clears throat> so yeah, yeah. A, lot, yeah a lot of copies that around. So the world. yeah. <laughs> so when you think about something like that, is Striper has always tried to have a good message. Striper has not been devoid of its own pitfalls and dark times. That's correct. There has been fights and battles. Aaron knows his band. They've had the same thing. They've had lineup changes. You guys just recently had one. Mm-hmm. So that definitely puts your faith at, you know, 
a testing point in your own band. Right. Is it just been something as simple as Striper, that you folks in Striper having that basis, that background, that building block of Christian faith, believing in God? Is that what's kept you guys or allowed you guys to get to this point right now? I, I totally think that that's the reason. I mean, uh, believe me, there were many times that I felt I just didn't want to be a part of it anymore. Right. But I had to sit down and really, well, I have a network of, um, I want to say they're like uh, mentors, other men that are very strong in their faith that I trust and are really good friends. And um, I can always toss I, th- my thoughts by them. Sounding board. They're sounding yes, board. exactly. And they can always give me good, reasonable advice. And um, the times that I've felt like I didn't want to do it anymore or quit or stop doing it or, you know, whatever, when I was really upset about something, a lot of those guys put me in my place and basically ha- got me to re- realize that I was here for I was in Striper for a reason and it wasn't because of the reasons of myself right. or any one guy in the band it was because I have a purpose there I have a calling Right. Calling's a good way to, to look at it. Yes. Yeah. So that's kept me in the band all this time. And for how, I mean, you know, we wouldn't have these albums we have now because of it, you know. You know, you look at, and, <laughs> and we'll talk about recently had someone that departed the band. There was some uh, Mr. Gaines and, 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 and uh, there was some, I guess, what would you call it? Shit slinging would be a good way to put it. Uh, and, and you know what? Uh, I... I, I I have to be careful what I say, but but listen, people get mad and they get yeah. angry and they say stuff, and that's all there is to it. And the, and the reason I bring that up is not to get any inside dirt or anything like that. Yeah. The reason I'm saying it is because in a position where you do have people that get angry and get hurt and get upset, that's not devoid from a band that's known for being no, Christian. Absolutely not, because we live in a fallen world. You know, nothing's perfect. You still have to interact with each other, right? And I still love Timmy very much. I care about him. I'm 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 really bummed out. Out that it ended up the way it did. Um, so, I mean, what what else can I say? You know, I can't really say much because I can't talk about it. But, but you know, he was with the band for a long time, and uh, and I and I was in another band with him before that. Right. You know, during the time we weren't together uh, as Striper, and you know, it's just when things go wrong, then you have to kind of pick up the pieces and keep moving. Carry on. And 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 he's doing that in his own life. You know, it sounds like he's moving on, which is great. And um, you know. We got to do that. That's the way it is in this world. And if 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 it means that I have to take some hits because somebody's angry, I guess I got to take some hits. You know, I mean, not physically, but you know. God, uh, we we know that that's taken place in many bands over oh, many course, years. Of course, you. I can think of maybe three bands in the world. Yeah. That have all the original members. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, look, Aaron, Aaron Aaron's band, Gemini Syndrome. He's they went through some lineup changes here over the last few years too. And I think Certainly. every band goes through that where you put people in close quarters like that. You expect these people who are artistically inclined, which, God, that isn't volatile just in itself right there, and put them all in the same room for a short period of time and expect them to coexist without hurting each other? That in itself is a miracle. That is indeed a miracle. What's interesting about what you say, when you want to talk about having faith or or being some kind of, we would like to think that we're virtuous, right? Mm. We're going to come across people, going to have interactions, and it's going to be hard. Well, you know, you can only be who you are and the best you can be, you know, and that's where I come from out of 
any situation that I'm in with any kind of conflicts or anything like that. And and sometimes it means I got to just walk away, you know. Uh, that's just the way it is. Or, Some, or, sometimes that's the only thing you can do. Right. And and just shake my head, walk away, go, okay, whatever, you know. And that's really, that's my, that's one of my key words I go to is whatever, you know. You know, it's just kind of, that's all you can do and just walk. <laughs> then it comes back to if we have faith, if we are believers in a God or something bigger, we do our best at all times to lift everything up. Yes. Does that make sense? Oh, of course. Because I have a faith that God, my faith is built on God. God hearing my prayers and answering them and it's just it's, like a, it's, it's just like a marriage when when you got some you when you got together. guys in the band that some of them are more creative than others or some of them want to be more involved in something than others and then it doesn't go that way then they butt heads and they start arguing or you know it, it, it there's so many different reasons why bands break up i mean it's could be drugs, you know, somebody being an addict and just not showing up enough. Uh, could be, you know, a, their personal life outside the band. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So, so I mean, what are you gonna do? You, you you can only do the best you can to keep a unit together, and then when it when when somebody is not in the same stream as everything else is going, then you got to make decisions, especially if they're putting a big block in the middle of that, that stream, you know? Well, I mean, hey, look, you know, if, you, if you're in a band that doesn't work out, what do you do? Go to another band. You could. <laughs> exactly. And hopefully that will be a better place for you, you know? Let's finish up. I wanted to ask you, Aaron and I were talking about this earlier too. You, Striper, got some new stuff in the work? Yes, we have a new album coming out in April. And you can't really talk about it? Um, no, I'm very limited. It's going to be really good. We've already right. gone in and, and recorded um, all the basics. Is everything done? Not everything. Not everything. The industry is very quiet. I'm 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 actually working on the guitar solos at home, and uh, I just sent them over when I'm done. Um, and then Michael's working on his lead vocals at home to finish those up. Got and uh, and he lives close to the studio, so he'll be going back in and finishing any other guitar soloing he has to do. Um, and then. You know, it'll be mixed in January and out in the spring, and then off to the races. And then we're out, back on the road. Sure. And yeah, they're already posting dates, which is wow, that's quick. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. Thanks for coming on the show. It's my pleasure. It was an absolute pleasure to. Yeah, it's great to you, meet man. you. Aaron. Really, hopefully uh, we can I come you're, see your you're band a, sometime. You're a good dude. We'll have you back uh, and make sure that when the album is ready, where we can hear it. We got to do that. I'd like to hear it, and we'd love to come see the show, and I can get a new Bible. Okay, we can make that happen. Awesome, guys. Thank you.